0: Amen. As you may have heard, the Pope, yes, the Pope recently authorized the blessing of same sex couples just this last couple weeks. Now, while the Vatican is saying that this should not be confused with its stance on heterosexual marriage, it is nonetheless a change that the Pope has decreed. Indeed, he has decreed it. And so the Pope has spoken, many have listened. And the Catholic Church, yes, the Catholic Church has drastically shifted with a simple decree by the Pope. Now, this does not only happen, this does not only happen with the Pope and the Catholic Church. When the decrees are made, when things are spoken by officials, it also happens in other segments. Yes, it happens in other segments of society. For example, when the CDC, or the World Health Organization, issues a scientific report, or a finding? Well, policies change with a snap of a finger. Yesterday's policies are no more. New policies and guidelines take shape due to the CDC or the World Health Organization declaring and decreeing a finding. The president does this too. Presidents, indeed, they do this too. They declare an executive order. They sign it. They speak it. They declare it which then causes all sorts of reactions, adjustments and changes in our society with a simple declaration, a simple proclamation. Furthermore, the chairman of the Federal Reserve has this effect as well on the, on the economy itself. He or she will announce a change in the Federal Reserve interest rates on reserve balances, which results in a domino effect, changes all sorts of things in our economy and banking system. To the point, though, whether it is the Pope, the President, the CDC, the World Health Organization, or the Federal Reserve Chairman, these leaders and institutions will speak. They will speak like a prophet, and we, the public, we will listen. We will listen and we follow suit. Oftentimes, we're quick to conform to their decrees without questioning them at all. There's only one problem, though. Many times what these systems and leaders decree and speak will contradict what the true prophet speaks and decrees. You see, in our Old Testament reading from Deuteronomy, Moses says that a prophet like him will be raised up. That is to say, as a prophet, Moses obviously spoke in ways that were different, indeed different, from what the Egyptian pharaohs spoke what Moses decreed back in the Old Testament and what the Egyptian pharaoh decreed and spoke were often in conflict. You see, when God called Moses to be a prophet, he said to Moses, he said this, Go, and I will be with your mouth. Get that. God says, I I will be with your mouth and will teach you what you shall speak. And so, through a series of events, Moses spoke to the pharaoh. Indeed, he spoke to the pharaoh. Thus says the Lord, let my people go, that they may hold a feast in the wilderness. However, as you know the story, Pharaoh did not listen. Pharaoh said, who is the Lord that I should obey his voice and let Israel go? And so right there, Yes, right there we can see with Moses and Pharaoh, there was a conflict between what God said through the prophet Moses and what Pharaoh wanted, indeed a conflict. And in the end, though, Pharaoh's heart was hardened and the people of Israel, while well, they left Egypt. God's word and will endured. And so the point that is being made is that Moses said in Deuteronomy that there would be a prophet coming from among the people of Israel And he would be a prophet just like Moses. He'll be a grand prophet that the people will listen to. And who is this prophet that Moses speaks of? This prophet is none other than Christ Jesus himself. But that begs the question, what do we mean when we say that Jesus is a prophet? Is he just a mere prophet like any other prophet? Now, keep in mind that the prophets of the Old Testament, they spoke rebukes, no doubt about it. They spoke rebukes towards sin. They proclaimed mercy as well to the crushed, and they spoke in connection to events of the past, present, and future. They functioned as a mediator between God and the people, proclaiming only what was revealed to them by God himself, as a messenger, if you will. Take again, for example, Moses. Indeed, he was a prophet when the Hebrews were in slavery in Egypt. He spoke, he acted, he occupied that office of prophet, bringing about genuine redemption for the Hebrew people who were in slavery in Egypt. Indeed, Moses was a mouthpiece of God, for he indeed rebuked sin. He proclaimed mercy, and he told the Hebrews and the Egyptians how it was with God. And we also think of other prophets, great prophets of the Old Testament, prophets like Jeremiah, prophets like Isaiah, Micah, and so forth. They were voices that spoke boldly amid difficult circumstances in the history of Israel. But again, what does it mean when we say that Jesus is the great prophet that Moses spoke of? You see, Jesus, he stands in the office, this place of the prophets, just like Moses, Jeremiah, and Isaiah, just as they did to speak in these last days. However, we must keep in mind that he is not just an ordinary prophet. Indeed, Jesus is just not an ordinary prophet, but he's greater than all the other prophets, precisely because Jesus is God. And as God, he came and pitched a tent in human flesh while teaching and proclaiming on this earth. And so, think of it this way. When Moses spoke, he spoke of the great prophet to come. However, when Jesus spoke as a prophet in that office, he spoke of himself. And that is the whole point to consider. Jesus' message does not point ahead and beyond himself. For he is not only the beginning, he's not only the beginning, but the end point of the Old Testament. And so, Without a doubt, Jeremiah, Isaiah, and Micah, indeed, were great prophets. Moses was the greatest of all the Old Testament prophets. But in Christ, we have the Lord of the prophets. In Christ, we do not have a mere man, but God himself speaking to us. And so when Jesus speaks, we're not hearing the voice of some mortal man, an old sage, When Jesus speaks, we're not hearing from a self-help guru giving us life tips. We're not hearing an empty promise from a well-polished politician when Christ speaks. Nah, when Christ speaks, we're hearing the words of eternal life. We're hearing the word of God. And so, back to the Pope, back to the President, the CDC, the World Health Organization, the Federal Reserve Chairman, to name a few. There's more, obviously. When they speak, we are certainly bound to listen as faithful citizens. We certainly are. We're bound to speak as good, faithful citizens. However, if they speak in a way that contradicts or opposes what Jesus says, it is imperative, it is imperative for us to remember that they speak As mere mortals and not as God in the flesh. And so, as we embark on the season of Christmas beginning this evening, we are preparing to not only behold the Christ, behold the Christ child that was born unto us, but we're preparing to listen, to listen to the Christ that was born unto us. And so, whether it is the Pharaoh, or whether it is King Darius, Pontius Pilate, the President of the United States, the Governor, the Mayor, the CDC, the Federal Reserve, the Pope, or perhaps even the President of the Missouri Senate, their voices are all, yes, you got it, they are secondary compared to the Christ child born in Bethlehem long ago. In fact, let's make this perfectly clear. Let's be a little bit blunt today, maybe perhaps a little bit edgy when we say this. When these voices speak, all these voices, when we hear the voices of the president, the governor, the mayor, the CDC, the Federal Reserve, the Pope, and maybe even perhaps the president of the Missouri Senate, when all these voices speak, we will certainly listen and obey insofar as what they say is good, right, and true. However, if the president The governor, the mayor, the CDC, the Federal Reserve chairman, the pope, or even the Missouri Senate president speak in a way that contradicts what Jesus says. Well, let's call it as it is. They are speaking as an antichrist. Indeed, they are speaking as an antichrist. They cannot say that they are friends with Christ. They cannot say they are friends with Christ and then speak contrary to Christ. It does not work that way. And for you and me, we must repent of the times that we have demoted Christ to a secondary prophet, a secondary voice, and elevated other prophetic voices in our culture above the Son of God. We must repent of the times that we have listened to Antichrist voices and culture and neglected to hear from the Christ, the prophet, the Son of God, the Word of God. John the Baptist was right. He was right in our Gospel reading we heard here this morning. John, gotta love John. John the Baptist, he pointed away from himself. That wild man John the Baptist at the Jordan, he pointed away from himself. Moses did this too in our Old Testament reading. He pointed away from himself. They both pointed to Christ. They told us to listen to Christ and to behold the Christ to seek the Christ, to listen to the Christ. And the reason is that Jesus is God among us. He is the word of God that has put on human flesh. He spoke to us in the days of old through the prophets, and he came to us that Christmas long ago so that we might listen to him. For when we listen to him, we are given, we indeed, we are given truth. When we listen to him, we are given life. When we listen to him, We are given faith. This Christmas season, behold, dear friends, listen to the Christ who came for you. In Jesus, there is forgiveness. In Jesus, there is truth. In Jesus, there is life for you. In Christ, you have a voice that gives to you and does not manipulate you or shame you, or condemn you. Christ's word will not plunge you into insecurity. He will not plunge you. This word will not plunge you into insecurity, or greed, or covetousness. His word will grant you assurance, a clean conscience, and hope itself. Dear blessed saints, Christ is born unto you. It is him you shall listen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thy strong word speaks us righteous, right with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormattrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org The Lord bless and keep you.